Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Pride, and I trust you will be blessed by what you hear. May God impart His knowledge, reveal His understanding, and give you His wisdom as you live the wisdom of God. All it takes, like I said, is a decision, a choice, and it can be done instantly, just like that. God will help you. God will help you, but He is waiting upon you, not the other way around. Many of us have waited upon the Lord and thinking we're being spiritual. But there again, we're being deceived by the, by the devil when you do that because I've seen people wait their entire lives. <laughs> and God will allow you to <laughs> because we don't understand his plan. See, we've got to understand his plan and then work the plan. And the plan will work for you. But we've got to work the plan properly. See, because it doesn't, it doesn't make you any more spiritual to sit and pray and do nothing. All it does is makes you ineffective. I'm just saying what I'm hearing. It says, increase your revenue and decrease your expenses. I know that sounds like a profound statement, but increase your revenue and decrease your expenses. Very simply put, but how true it is. But that's the mindset you must have. I must do whatever it takes to increase my revenues. I don't care if it's a garage sale or consignment clothes or whatever it may be. Those are temporary things, of course, uh, extra job, uh, whatever it may be. And decrease your expenses. There's ways, there's things that are being wasted in every one of our lives that you can cut off temporarily. I'm not saying be deprived forever. I'm just saying cut it off in temporarily. And as you do, he will. As you do, he will help you. And the more dollars you pay off, the less expenses you'll have. See what I'm saying? If you pay off this credit card debt and eliminate, I know one person is $500 in interest, just an in interest going out the door every, every month. Every month, $500 wasted every month. And so I'm saying, if you cut that out, and then you, it's like $500 extra coming in. It's the same thing. So you want to get, how do, say, how do I start? He said, I'm ready. I'm ready. What do I do? I don't know what to do. Get organized and then prioritize. And like I say, if you don't know what to do, get me the financial information. Everybody that I've looked at, it's like, it's very obvious. It's right there what you need to do. You know, it's, it's real quick. And, and so sometimes in our own lives there, we kind of miss something that may be obvious to someone else. But uh, you, you want to write down and number in priority order the things you're to do. And, and not just in financial, but this is in day-to-day life. I'm, I'm giving you just practical advice as well here. And what I do, I have a day timer, keep me organized. And, and I write everything down and I prioritize it. And I try to get as much done in one day as I possibly can. I don't have the mentality, hey, I only got one thing to do, and this is the day I'm going to do it. And then the rest of the day is I'm waiting for the next meal. No, that's not the mindset. The mindset is 1 through 10, I'm going to start with number 1, and I'm going to be very efficient on getting ever as much done as possible. And I'm going to mark them off as I do. I may not get every one of them done. If I don't, I care for the next day. But see what I'm saying? Being efficient, being organized, prioritized, and all of those things will, carry and will affect your financial condition. Give God something to work with, your effort and your obedience. The presence of the Lord, just like here, being in the presence of the Lord, having the anointing here, coming in here and praying and getting direction. And God, through the Holy Spirit, is going to give you discernment. He's going to give you creative ideas. But see, you must ask him. You must learn to communicate with the Holy Spirit, just like I'm talking to you. We pray to God the Father, but we communicate or talk to the Holy Spirit. That's what I do. I come to a situation I don't know. I'll stop, and, and I'll go off by myself, and I say, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do in this situation. Can you? What do I want to do? 
Within seconds, he'll give you an idea and, and understand how he communicates with you. It's not an audible voice like you're hearing from me. It's a peace. It's an unction. It's a prompting. It's a leading, those type of things. And it's always associated with peace. Anytime you have a check in your spirit, it's not of the Holy Spirit. It's not, don't do it. Don't act on it. But if you have a peace after talking to him and, and getting instruction, then move promptly. Move promptly. Obey quickly. Otherwise, then the devil will steal it from you, and you won't, you won't uh, obtain the blessing he has for you. Many of us, the blessings pass you right by. There's many, many blessings that have passed you by because you didn't act out of obedience to his instruction. You have to do it promptly when he give, tells you because there's, the timing is important to the Holy Spirit because he has something lined up for you to bless you with. See, And if you don't move and do your part, then he says, sorry, you know, go next time maybe. Uh, so, presence of the Lord. And I have been in this meeting, and literally I have been in this meeting, in the presence of the Lord, praying, and God has given me an idea. And what I did, as soon as this meeting's over, I jumped in my car and drove to my office, got on my computer, and implemented the, that idea the following week. And great things happened. Great things happened. And, and that's the way God expects us to do, is to act upon his instruction out of obedience, and then he can release the blessing. He said, obedience, I see that. Okay, angels, send them, send, take forth Holy Spirit, bless them, bless them. Cause people, cause people to bless them. Go out of their way. And uh, so you get step one from God, and then you do it. As you do, he will help you. He causes, how many times have we read in the Bible, and I've read it, actually said it this morning, he causes good things to happen for and to you if we act, do our part, it is a partnership. That instruction, obedience, blessing combination is extremely important. It's a repeat process. Just like if you've ever seen or played tennis, how they hit the ball back and forth across the net. We have to get the instruction from the Holy Spirit first. So we're serving to the Holy Spirit. It's instruction. Or excuse me, and we're getting instruction from the Holy Spirit, rather. And then as we serve it back to him with our obedience... Obey what he tells us to do. If we obey, then he will return with the blessing. And that is the repeat process. And I, I said, God, show me in your word. Show me in your word. And he did time and time. Abraham. Uh, a matter of fact, I'll give a couple examples. Moses leading the Israelites, lifting the staff up. Uh, Peter, when he walked on the water. You know, the th- let me just describe that real quick. You know, when Jesus was walking on the water and Peter saw him and says, Lord, is that you? Tell me to come to you. And he says, come. Well, you know, the waves were rocking the boat. And the wind was blowing. They were scared for their lives at the time. And when Jesus says, come, nothing around changed. The wind was still blowing. The waves were still happening. But you know what happened, what changed or released the power of God was Peter's obedience. When he raised his foot and stepped over the edge of that boat, that was the act of obedience that caused the power of God to, to act, to move. And that's calmed the storm and it caused him to walk on that water. His act of obedience. If he hadn't obeyed and, and lifted his foot and stepped out there, it would have never happened. He would have said, come, and Jesus would have kept walking and came over and got in the boat. But he did, and that's exactly an example what happens in your life. You get the structure from the Holy Spirit. You obey by lifting that foot or whatever it may be in your life, power of God goes into effect for you. And that's exactly what happens over and over again as you 
continue to get financially stronger and stronger. It doesn't matter if you're in a financial weak position or you're already a strong position. He'll continue to cause you to get more, to become stronger and stronger. Use your time wisely. Be productive. Be efficient. Do not delay or procrastinate. There are people that get in a habit of procrastination, and that will steal from you. Matter of fact, that's in the Scripture, not one of the Scriptures we talked about today, but one we, we talked about recently, that do not procrastinate, because that's a trick of the devil to steal from you. If you procrastinate, you'll never get it accomplished. See, Be thrifty. Avoid waste. Is If God's giving you an idea, and this is some people, if God's giving you an idea... <clears throat> And if you're apprehensive about stepping out and doing it, because, for example, you may be concerned about uh, your situation with your family and different things like that, and I understand that. Uh, there is a way. Continue with your present income. If you've got a job, you say, well, I've got a job, and, and I don't know that I can do that at the same time. But also begin what he has for you. Start what he has for you, even if you can keep your job. And, and perhaps God will, will use that at the same time. While you still have the comfort and security of your job, step out and do something to accomplish what he's instructing you to do. As you do, then you'll see door number two open up. See, until you walk through that door number one, many times he will not even show you door two, three, four, and on and on. Create the doors of opportunity open up before you once you step out in obedience. If you hold back in reserve, because I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I can't, you know, afraid of this, then he cannot. He, he's prevented from opening up those doors of opportunity. Uh, ask God to help you to empower you to be determined. I shall not fail. I'm going to do it. I'm going to accomplish it no matter what it takes. De- be disciplined. Be disciplined. I'm going to change my way of thinking for spending and, and, and earning revenue and things. And be motivated. Ask God to empower you because he will help you to be determined, be disciplined, and be motivated. Make yourself strong, and then God will help you to become even stronger. And, the, and then scripture, scripture comes to me whenever God told Joshua that very thing when he's talking about leading those people across the uh, river. And, he's, and God says, because Joshua was sitting there kind of having a pity party and thinking, well, I, I, don't, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this. I don't know how this, we're going to cross that big river. I don't know how we're going to, you know, possess the land. See, don't worry about the how. You just do what he tells you to do. And, and that's what he says. And, and, and God says, Joshua, be strong. He says, suck it up, in other words. <laughs> he says, make yourself strong. That's what it means in the Hebrews is to make yourself strong, it's a mindset. It's a way of thinking. Change that. Become confident. As you step out and start making yourself strong, he is there to help you to become even stronger, more confident to accomplish what he set before you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Does that help anybody today? Praise God. Okay. Okay. Uh, just a little bit about myself. Uh, I was gr- uh, raised in Kentucky, and uh, of course we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma now. For those that are viewing, and uh, I was uh, grew up on a farm, and I was playing basketball in high school. 
and I was recruited to play basketball at Oral Roberts University here in Tulsa and this age of 18. And matter of fact, I remember the recruiting trip I came out here and the coach at ORU was driving us around maybe center parking lot and the, the campus and showing us all the buildings and everything. And we were driving across the parking lot there and, and he says, well, here comes Oral Roberts right now driving his car. So he rolls down his window and flags him down and Oral stops his car and my twin brother and I in the back seat and we look at each other and say, now, what's Oral going to say to us? And so he walk, gets out of his car and walks over to us and, 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 and he's written, rolled down the window of our uh, door there. And Oral looks in and says, well, coach, who do we have in here? He says, we got John and Matt Pride here from Kentucky. They're our basketball recruits. And he, I never will forget this. Or Roberts looked at me and, and looked at my brother, and he says, I want you and you here permanently. That's been 40 years ago, and we've been here ever since. <laughs> but but <laughs> true story. But, but it, gets even, it gets even more interesting. So that was like a few months before the fall semester starts. And this is 1977. And I had been recruited by another school, uh, University of Evansville in Indiana. Some of you may be familiar with it. And uh, I was torn but either going from out here or there because my family and friends could come watch me play and things like that because it's only an hour's drive from where I grew up. But I decided as, at the age of 18 after praying about it that God was calling me to come to ORU. So I decided to do that. And so that December of 1970, just a few months after this happened here, the other team was leaving to go on a road trip and in a rainstorm, and the plane crashed and killed everybody on board. And I would have been on that plane and wouldn't be here today if I had not followed the direction of the Holy Spirit at the age of 18. That's how important it is, folks, to, to follow the direction of the Holy Spirit today. It can be life-saving, and you may not even realize it. But it made me think, though, after that, too, that, hey, you know what Oral Roberts said? He actually prophesied over me and didn't realize it because he said he could have said, hey, I want you two here for the next four years to play basketball for me. But he didn't say it that way. He said, I want you two here permanently. And he spoke prophetically, and I didn't realize it, and he didn't either. But I am here permanently, praise God, for, because of obedience to him. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that wisdom will be in every decision you make and that God's goodness and blessing will be released into your life.